Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 15 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. This is the second of six episodes in which I'm exploring the essential role that you play in your children's athletic lives. The topic of today's podcast is forced versus guided participation. The process of your children becoming athletes begins with their initial participation in the sport. Often, these first steps involve a recreational league in soccer, taking tennis, golf, or swim lessons, or throwing a baseball or football around with you in the backyard. This early involvement is so important because the quality of their initial experiences may determine their future in sports. If those first experiences aren't fun or rewarding, your children will probably lose interest and choose not to continue their participation. In contrast, if those early experiences are engaging and fulfilling, their interest will be sparked and they'll be inspired to continue and may be the first steps to a deeper and longer-term commitment to that sport or sports in general. You're faced with maintaining a delicate balance from the very first experiences that your children have with sports. This equilibrium involves providing the impetus for them to participate long enough for them to decide whether they want to continue, yet not pushing so much that it feels coercive to them and it acts to stifle their interest and motivation. Forcing your children to participate in a sport can lead to a range of problems for both them and you. Their first reaction to being forced to participate is resistance to the sport and anger and resentment toward you. You may be able to get away with forcing your children when they're young because you have significant control over them early in their lives. However, as your children grow through adolescence, pressuring them will be much less effective as they begin to assert their independence and desire to make their own choices. Additionally, some negative feelings toward parents are a natural part of the separation process in adolescence. But when the negative feelings become fixated on one area, are unusually strong, and they persist, as often happens when parents strong-arm their children into playing sports, the negative emotions and damage to their attitude about sports and relationship with you can become destructive and lasting. Your young athletes may respond to feeling forced to participate in sports in several ways. They may resist your efforts by showing little desire or motivation in practice. Your children may sabotage their sports involvement by not trying, breaking their equipment, or losing it, being a poor sport, not listening to their coaches, or being a bad teammate. They may even sabotage their own competitive performances by intentionally performing poorly. If you have forced your children into participation in their sport, what better way to express their resentment and resistance than by exacting revenge on you with bad behavior and poor performance? When you pressure your children into playing sports, you not only hurt their attitude towards sports, but it can also seep into other aspects of their lives, such as school or other avocations in which they may be involved. The negative thoughts, emotions, and behavior that they experience in their sport may color their commitment to and efforts in those other parts of their lives in which you also want them to find success and fulfillment. Additionally, the ill feelings they connect to their sports involvement can interfere with the possibility of future enjoyment and success in sports and beyond. The question you may ask is, why would any parent force their children to participate in sports? Well-intentioned reasons may include you're wanting to instill in your children healthy attitudes and habits related to exercise and fitness. They're learning important life lessons related to commitment, setting and achieving goals, and overcoming setbacks, or just keeping them busy so they don't have time to get into trouble. Misguided reasons may include feeling the need to keep up with the Joneses in your community, and wanting them to find fame and fortune as professional athletes. Truly hurtful reasons may involve driving them to find the success you didn't have as a young athlete and to feel like a worthwhile parent. An anonymous quote, The first thing is to love your sport, 
Never do it to please someone else. It has to be yours. Raising young athletes begins with guiding your children along the path of early sports participation, with the goal of leading to their fully embracing the fun and value of being athletes throughout their lives. Guided participation gives your children the support they need to overcome the many challenges of athletic involvement. It also gives them the freedom they need to choose their own path as athletes in terms of which sports they choose to participate in and the level to which they aspire. Guided participation provides your children with the initial impetus to do sports and then, unlike forced participation, allows them to gain ownership of, motivation in, and desire to commit to a sport. You need to strike a balance between giving your children their first exposure to sports in terms of direction, opportunities, and resources, and then stepping back and enabling them to find their own personal connection with sports. How involved you are and how much you manage their athletic lives must shift from direction and guidance early in their sports participation to encouragement, freedom, and support as they gain experience as athletes and maturity as young people. As you can see, your involvement must decrease as time goes by. As your role decreases, the opportunity and space for your young athletes to gain increasing ownership of their sport will increase. As I noted previously, your children's early participation in sports will often dictate whether they become athletes and make sports a part of their lives or have a bad experience and reject sports. Because you are such a significant force in their young lives, you have the power to determine which path they take. Here's some things you can do to exert that power positively or negatively and either drive your children away from sports or draw them toward it. From Naveen Jain, an entrepreneur and philanthropist. As a father, I believe that involving children in sports at a young age is generally a wise proposition. I believe that healthy competition is, well, healthy. There's nothing that you can do to push your children away from sports more than simply take away the fun. Nothing is more damaging to their motivation, excitement, and enjoyment than when sports become a joyless, tedious, and stressful activity. Lack of fun is the most common reason why children lose interest in and drop out of organized sports. Because sports are a long-term process in which its greatest rewards are not always immediate, your children need to have fun to maintain their interest and motivation. Take away the fun and your child will find few reasons to continue to participate. Sports will become work for them, a burden that they feel obligated to bear, particularly if you're forcing them to participate for your own reasons, not theirs. When young athletes come to see their sports participation as work rather than fun, this attitude typically develops from their parents' needs, attitudes, and goals related to sports. If you force your children into participating in sports that they don't enjoy or push them too much, they will lose sight of the intrinsic benefits of being an athlete and participate only for extrinsic reasons, that is, only to make you happy. Not only will this pressure from you sour your children's sports experience, but they will likely take their ill feelings towards sports out on either you directly or indirectly. Forcing your children to participate may keep them involved in sports for a while, but the immediate and long-term consequences will be significant. In the short term, your children will be unmotivated and will only expend enough effort to appease you. In the future, at the first opportunity in which you no longer have control over their participation, your children are likely to quit and find things to do that are more fun and intrinsically rewarding. 
from Ken Griffey Jr., a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame player. I go out there and have fun. It's a game, and that's how I'm going to treat it. So you can't make sports fun, and you can't force your children to have fun in sports. Neither can fun be taught or given to them. Rather, your children must experience it directly as young athletes and decide for themselves if it's fun. They need to simply see that participation in sports is enjoyable and rewarding in its own right. Fun can be felt by children in any number of ways. They might find fun in improving, being a teammate, competing, and yes, in winning as well. Children are very good at letting you know when they're not enjoying themselves. They demonstrate little excitement, joy, or pleasure. They don't put in much effort. They're negative about their sports participation. When you see these signs, you can assume that they no longer see their athletic involvement as a positive experience. If you see this, you need to explore why they aren't having fun, especially if it's a sport that they had previously enjoyed. Are your children performing poorly, having conflicts with their coaches or teammates, or having other difficulties that would take away the enjoyment? Importantly, you must also look in the mirror and consider how you might be impacting their sports experience. Are you overly invested and overly involved? Are you pushing your children too hard or inappropriately? How might you be stifling their enjoyment? As your children's most powerful role model, how you approach sports will also influence their attitude about their sports participation. If you're serious and intense, they will come to believe that they better take it seriously too. You will communicate to your children that sport is work rather than play and that your involvement and their involvement is serious business that isn't about fun. Conversely, if you are happy, positive, and enthusiastic and are constantly talking about how fun sports are, then the message you're sending your children is that sports are about fun and enjoyment and that should be their goal. If your children's sports participation is no longer fun, because they seem to have lost interest, you'll want to explore with them what has changed and see if you can reignite their interest. If they feel that they're missing out on other activities in which they have more interest, you may be able to reestablish the fun by changing how much they're participating. For example, by allowing them to attend fewer practices and devote more time to other activities. This reorganization may cause you to feel that your children will no longer continue to progress in sports. However, it's better for them to develop more slowly than for them to quit and cease to participate at all. It may also be time to reevaluate their sports involvement. If your children are simply not enjoying doing sports, you should be open to the possibility that sports aren't for them, that there might be other activities of equal value that will be more fun for them. If your children are having some difficulties in the sports itself, for example, they don't like their coach or they're being bullied by teammates, you can use this opportunity to teach them about communication and resolving conflict with others. You can also speak to the coaches about the problems and enlist their help in resolving them. If these difficulties cannot be resolved and your children still enjoys the sport itself, you can consider finding another program that they can join. Your children ultimately need to find what makes sports fun for them. You can do several things to encourage fun in their sports. First, you can understand what fun means to them, and then find a sports experience that provides that meaning of fun for them. Second, you can clear the obstacles that can cause sports to lose its enjoyment value. Pressure from you, an overly competitive team, an excessively zealous coach, 
so that your young athletes can experience the inherent fun of sports. A final point about sports and fun. In reality, those sports are overall a really fun experience. They're also not always fun. Sports can be repetitious, monotonous, tiring, frustrating, and painful. An important lesson you can teach your young athletes is that genuine fun comes from different aspects of their sports participation and may involve different types of fun. Sometimes the actual process of engaging in sport is fun, for example, practicing and competing. Other times, they'll find a different sort of fun in the form of fulfillment and satisfaction in the improvements that they make because of their commitment and hard work. Still other times, your young athletes will find pleasure in achieving the goals they set for themselves. Your children can also experience fun through their teammates. And yes, there's fun to be had when they win. If you can teach your children that fun in sports comes in many shapes and sizes, then when one aspect of their sports involvement isn't very fun, for example, when they're struggling with technique or tactics, or they have a string of losses, and it's not very fun for a while, they can still find fun in other parts of their sports participation. From Simone Manuel, an Olympic swimming champion, my parents weren't high pressure at all, and they still aren't. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 15 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast, and be on the lookout for episode 16 in the near future.